December 8th. And now, as we begin today's reading from the New Testament, it'll be from the book of Jude, verses 1 through 25. Jude, like James, was a half-brother of the Lord Jesus. His letter focuses on false teachers and echoes Peter's warnings in 2 Peter chapter 2. We'll read about who they are. Jude wanted to write about salvation, but the Lord directed him to write about invasion instead. False teachers were creeping into the church and going undetected. These are unsaved people, ungodly people, and unprincipled people who use grace as an excuse for sin. We'll read about what they do. Like the Jews in the wilderness, the fallen angels, and the evil cities of the plain, they reject the authority of God. Their words are defiant and defiling. Like Cain, they have no saving faith. But they do have religion. Like Balaam, they use religion as a way to make money. And like Korah, they defy the word of God and the authority of God's chosen servants. We'll read about what they are. False teachers promise much, but produce little, like rainless clouds and fruitless trees. Enoch had the best word for them, ungodly. And we'll read about what we must do. Remember the word and build yourself up in your Christian faith. True believers are preserved in Jesus Christ, and they prove this by keeping themselves in God's love. Therefore, God can keep them from falling. And now, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. December 8th, Jude, verses 1 through 25. This letter is from Jude, a slave of Jesus Christ and a brother of James. I am writing to all who are called to live in the love of God the Father and the care of Jesus Christ. May you receive more and more of God's mercy, peace, and love. Dearly loved friends, I had been eagerly planning to write to you about the salvation we all share, but now I find that I must write about something else, urging you to defend the truth of the good news. God gave this unchanging truth once for all time to His holy people. I say this because some godless people have wormed their way in among you, saying that God's forgiveness allows us to live immoral lives. The fate of such people was determined long ago, for they have turned against our only Master and Lord, Jesus Christ. I must remind you, and you know it well, that even though the Lord rescued the whole nation of Israel from Egypt, He later destroyed every one of those who did not remain faithful. And I remind you of the angels, who did not stay within the limits of authority God gave them, but left the place where they belonged. God has kept them chained in prisons of darkness, waiting for the day of judgment. And don't forget the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and their neighboring towns, which were filled with sexual immorality and every kind of sexual perversion. Those cities were destroyed by fire and are a warning of the eternal fire that will punish all who are evil. Yet these false teachers, who claim authority from their dreams, live immoral lives, defy authority, 
and scoff at the power of the glorious ones. But even Michael, one of the mightiest of the angels, did not dare accuse Satan of blasphemy, but simply said, The Lord rebuke you. This took place when Michael was arguing with Satan about Moses' body. But these people mock and curse the things they do not understand. Like animals, they do whatever their instincts tell them, and they bring about their own destruction. How terrible it will be for them! For they follow the evil example of Cain, who killed his brother. Like Balaam, they will do anything for money. And like Korah, they will perish because of their rebellion. When these people join you in fellowship meals celebrating the love of the Lord, they are like dangerous reefs that can shipwreck you. They are shameless in the way they care only about themselves. They are like clouds blowing over dry land without giving rain, promising much but producing nothing. They are like trees without fruit at harvest time. They are not only dead, but doubly dead, for they have been pulled out by the roots. They are like wild waves of the sea, churning up the dirty foam of their shameful deeds. They are wandering stars, heading for everlasting gloom and darkness. Now Enoch, who lived seven generations after Adam, prophesied about these people. He said, Look, the Lord is coming with thousands of His holy ones. He will bring the people of the world to judgment. He will convict the ungodly of all the evil things they have done in rebellion and of all the insults that godless sinners have spoken against Him. These people are grumblers and complainers, doing whatever evil they feel like. They are loud-mouthed braggarts, and they flatter others to get favors in return. But you, my dear friends, must remember what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ told you, that in the last times there would be scoffers whose purpose in life is to enjoy themselves in every evil way imaginable. Now they are here, and they are the ones who are creating divisions among you. They live by natural instinct because they do not have God's Spirit living in them. But you, dear friends, must continue to build your lives on the foundation of your holy faith, and continue to pray as you are directed by the Holy Spirit. Live in such a way that God's love can bless you as you wait for the eternal life that our Lord Jesus Christ in His mercy is going to give you. Show mercy to those whose faith is wavering. Rescue others by snatching them from the flames of judgment. There are still others to whom you need to show mercy, but be careful that you aren't contaminated by their sins. And now, all glory to God, who is able to keep you from stumbling, and who will bring you into His glorious presence, innocent of sin and with great joy. All glory to Him, who alone is God our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Yes, glory, majesty, power, and authority belong to Him, in the beginning, now, and forevermore. Amen. Hi, my name is David Lurkin. Uh, here at the Refuge, here in uh, Benton County, I guess. Um, loving every minute of it. 
Uh, first time I heard about this place was uh, go down the end of my street, the end of the alley there, and go in this program to feed people, a uh, little outreach place, feed my sheep. Uh, served hot dogs on Tuesday there on West Broad Street, some of you probably know about it. Uh, got to listening to the preacher in there, and something just touched me in my soul, and instead of going back home one day, uh, before the sun come up, uh, went to put my application in across the street at the church to the refuge, and uh, didn't get in the first Monday, but uh, I had to go do some jail time a little bit, and come back and got, got in somehow, the Lord let me get in here, and what a blessing this is here at the refuge so so many brothers uh you can't pick a, a best one i mean they're all so good for you and uh they tell me i'm good for them too i mean it's really amazing and miraculous that uh, i'm getting so much
127 verses 1 through 5. Do not forget the Lord. Jesus warned, Without me you can do nothing. And that truth is illustrated in this psalm. What good is all your working, watching, and waking if the Lord is not with you? Long hours and sleepless nights are a waste apart from the blessing of the Lord. Well, this psalm is not a plea for idleness, for God expects you to work and watch but He wants to work in you and to accomplish His will. Do not neglect your family. What good are a lovely house and a big income if the people in your life are robbed of the joys of a happy home? Children are a gift and a heritage, so appreciate them and guard them. They are like fruit, so lovingly cultivate them. They can be arrows for fighting the Lord's battles, so keep them polished and sharp and aimed in the right direction. Give yourself to building a home, not just a house, and building for the future, not just the present. Psalm 127, verses 1 through 5, a song for the ascent to Jerusalem, a psalm of Solomon. Unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builders is useless, unless the Lord protects a city. Guarding it with centuries will do no good. It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat, for God gives rest to His loved ones. Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from Him. Children born to a young man are like sharp arrows in a warrior's hands. How happy is the man whose quiver is full of them! He will not be put to shame when he confronts his accusers at the city gates. Proverbs 29, verses 15-17 through 17. To discipline and reprimand a child produces wisdom, but a mother is disgraced by an undisciplined child. When the wicked are in authority, sin increases. But the godly will live to see the tyrant's downfall. Discipline your children, and they will give you happiness and peace of mind. Mm-hmm.